Dad Mods Media Machine presents The Brews with the Dudes Podcast. <laughs> is it like I is it is it a serious question because it's like it's hard to pinpoint your favorite color or is it a serious question because like you have a relationship to a certain color a little column a a little column b okay okay so why blue why not blue I don't know I go with black because it matches my soul but <laughs> oh Jesus why blue I like blue all right, no, that, that's a legit reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Brews with the Dudes podcast. I am Jake Lindquist. I am Donnie Allen. And with us is the man, the myth, the legend, DJ Spruce. Yes. AKA this, Steve Collins. This guy throws down in the underground of the 224. <laughs> he sure does. He sure Once does. Once upon a time. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out, man. It's uh, We've had you on a few video chats now. This is the first in-person sesh. It's a little weird being in person. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes getting a little used to. Like, one of the best parts about podcasting is the headphones. They just dial you in. You're like in a, in a conversation dimension. Yeah, it blocks so. out everything around you. It does. It's fucking weird. I feel in the zone. <laughs> You'll get in the zone, especially <laughs> once you get some beer coursing through your veins. Um, you brought with some reinforcements, so... Your do, choice. Do you need a ride home after this? Do you want a canoe or do you want uh, what you got down there? I'll, I'll take what I got. Represent the superior side of the bridge. Okay, sounds good. The the Minnesota beer is not quite good enough for you. Well, gotta rep a little bit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Donnie! I, I, didn't, I didn't plan my reach very oh, well. No. <laughs> you can take the headphones off. I could. What would you bring? Is that a uh, Earth Rider? Oh, okay. You know what's funny? Oh, I was uh, looking at the Earth Rider Pale Ales. Um, They're so good. Earth Rider is fantastic. Couldn't remember if we all liked it or not, but I know that we all liked Canoe, so that's why I chosen this one. But I just like you've beer. got which one? Uh, the Precious Material Lager. Lager. I'm not had that. He one. drinks the lager drink. He drinks the cider drink. You can have one. If I'll have one after this. Yeah, he'll take you up on that because oh, yeah. that boy I, he loves it if it's a little little darker. Yeah, a little, just just a little snack, you know. Little, <laughs> some, something to nibble on while you're drinking. I want my beer to satiate my hunger. <laughs> exactly. I brought oh. their stout too. If you want, oh, you, really want you brought a stout. Nice. This is an opportunity. I'll take. Dude. I'll take it. Yeah. After I finish this, I'll definitely take you yeah, up on I'll, that. Why not? One of each hand. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> Yeah, their Earthrider's stout is really, really good. It's, it is very delicious. It's a very good stout. You wouldn't know. We're talking about adult drinks. Oh, um, dude, I, I started drinking with Sam so Adams. Good. Like, that was, like, the first dark beer I ever had was a Sam Adams fucking, I don't remember exactly which kind, and it went from there straight to Guinness Draught, and that was <laughs> what I drank for years. <laughs> I think my first stout was probably a Big Boat. From figures. Oh, that's a good way to start off. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like oatmeal style. I'm like, what the hell? What's oatmeal doing in a beer? Mm-hmm. And then I had that. I'm like, that's tasty. Right. <laughs> that's right. what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So well, good. what about you? What was your first dark beer? Uh, Brentwood Black. Well, mm. it wasn't my first one. It was Never the first one that. I got. Yeah. How do I say? That I actually like. I want to keep it going back. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. Like we, I, 
We were a source of revenue for the Thirsty Pagan, <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to, I, I still to this day, I'm not really sure how I afforded to do what we did. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just, we pissed away money, but we, I mean, we we're uh, a couple of bachelors. Or, yeah, that's know. what you do. I just, mean. Just throw money at everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't do that now, time-wise, so I'm glad I did it when I did. Right. Right. Well, it's funny. Um, I'm I'm glad you bring up time wise because that was actually something I, I thought would be relevant for the three of us to talk about today. Being, I'm a, a father of two. You're a father of three. You're a father of three. So when you're figuring out events or you're um, just scheduling things with people that don't have kids, do you guys find that there is just a fundamental misunderstanding of how finite our time is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I had to think to myself, do I actually plan things with people that have kids? <laughs> right. But when I do, it's like, um, yeah. It's so I bad. I can't do that. It's, it's, so it's bad. crazy. Like how... And when somebody's like, oh, yeah, like, just come on, just swing on over. I'll make my, I'll make time for you. And you go like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, I just literally don't. Like, all of my time is regimented out for weeks. Mm -hmm. And if I am going to go do anything small, like, I got to plan for it. Or I got to take time off from work. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is my stepdad likes to do breakfast on the weekends. And I'm like, oh, you should join me. I'm like, okay, what time? I don't know. I'll pick you up at like quarter to eight. I'm like, that ain't gonna fucking happen. Yeah, that's when the kids gotta be getting <laughs> but then, fed. No, and... I'm like, I got three kids. I gotta take care of. Get them eaten. It's like, there's no way. If, if we're all going, we still can't get out the door in time. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. just can't get three kids ready by eight o'clock. It doesn't happen. <laughs> no. I, my wife does it though, because Harper's in school now. And she's mm. out the door by like quarter after seven, seven thirty. I'm, I have no clue how she does it. Yeah. I'd just be yelling. And then we're like, nothing's happening. Why is are just amazing? Yeah. Next level. I know. It oh, is yeah. it is wild. Like what what the wives can um just kind of process. Like my my wife will be mapping out the week and she'll be thinking about the meal planning and all of that stuff. And she'll have all these different things kind of twirling around in her head. Whereas I am so one track, where it's just like, okay. Keep Atticus alive. Great. I can do that. that. I can take him out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I got to feed him. I'm like, you cool with nuggets, dude? And he's like, yep. <laughs> you know? Sweet. We're having nuggets. It's funny how yeah. dudes eat like bachelors with their kids. It's all terrible, over again. They're like, oh, I can microwave 20 nuggets and feed both my kids and myself. Like, cool. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's horrible is what it oh, is. It, oh, it absolutely is. <laughs> because, but... like, me, pre-kids, I was all like, oh, well, I'm going to go have this uh, tuna wrap, or I'm going to, like, go would... and get this salad from wherever, I was black bean burgers. <laughs> you're the same person no matter what. <laughs> and kids arrived, and then it's, you know, you're like, adapting oh, cool. to them. More nuggets. <laughs> Mom's at work tonight. Yeah, we're having frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I keep finding right. myself like, God damn it, I need to stockpile the freezer because we have no frozen pizza. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I think one of my favorite perks, though, to having kids is, is stealing their snacks. Mm -hmm. The wife oh, will go yeah. grocery shopping, and then like the next day, I'll come home from work like, I just want a little snack. I'll open up the cupboard. I'm like, oh, are those Scooby-Doo Scooby gummies? Like, I'm totally having two bags of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm totally guilty. Oh, Fruit snacks? Yeah. Dude. Handful in the yep. Sam's Club box. <laughs> oh, peanut butter crackers? Don't mind if I do. How many... 
sleeves of graham crackers have you guys consumed since your first kid? Actually, no, we don't have a whole lot of graham crackers in our house. Oh, no, you don't? No. Same. We have graham crackers, but we rarely eat them. Oh. No shit. Okay. No, we're not I eat a crackers. lot. I eat probably enough for the three of us. Because <laughs> they'll pop out. Atticus will want a graham cracker. And I'm like, oh, sure. Okay, here's a, here's a square or whatever. And then I'll have a square. And then he'll have another one. And I'll go... I'm going to have them four more, you know, while you're watching TV. <laughs> I'm like that with string cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, string geez. cheese is yeah. awful. It's, as long as tasty, I've known you, you are the cheese connoisseur. I eat a lot of cheese. You, bro. <laughs> 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 you had, and I don't remember what, it, we used to live together. You had mm. that block of cheese slices <laughs> in the fridge. <laughs> Wait, so did you take over an entire drawer in the fr- fridge for your cheese? <laughs> Well, it's not just my cheese now, but there is a dedicated cheese drawer in our fridge. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty sweet. I mean, we have the same thing, too. Yeah, yeah we have, like, shredded cheese I mean, and some spiced cheese. I'm suspect to you. No, we're like, we, we have right. cheese in a drawer, but it's not just cheese. Like, there's still space for other things. <laughs> is it the silverware drawer? <laughs> no, no, there's, like, pepperonis in there. Just scrape um, the color off. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little lunch meat or pepperoni, like... For sure. Yeah. Give you a pass yeah. on that. I, yeah, that's usually what's in the same drawer. So, I'm curious, like... Did you guys ever see anybody else do that with like lunch meat and cheese in the same drawer? I don't. Maybe my parents. You just started just, doing just it, right? Happened, yeah. yeah. I think I you hit like twenty-five, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that just goes together." These go together. It. I don't know why that is. There's never been a rule or anything like that. You know, there's the crispers drawers and whatever, but cheese and meat just ended up together in this drawer magically. I'm, I'm gonna blame drunk munchies. Have you ever been drunk and you open up that drawer and like, oh, I got shredded mozzarella and I got pepperonis. Like, I could totally snack on this. And you're just mm. piling mozzarella on your pepperonis and or just eat them like together. that. No? Wait, uh, what? So you make a... No, you take your pepperoni and put some mozzarella so on it. So you make you a sandwich and... with like pepperonis as the bread and eat it with cheese? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> it's the same thing as pizza, just taking out the crust. Am I the minority here? Steve looks like he's kind of like, oh yeah, you've never done that? <laughs> I... I guess I haven't done that specific thing, but I totally would. Yeah. <laughs> I might. Try it. Yeah. Get, get drunk one night and then just like hmm. raid your, your meat cheese for it. But I would, I would probably just take that and melt it on tortilla. See, a lot of mm. people do that. That's, I've heard a lot yeah. of people be like, I made a PB&J using a tortilla and I've never done that. I've never done PB&J. So okay. I've got my two, my stoner go-tos. And one of them, and this is, you know, th- this is from my high school days because basically there's three boys that were my age and then there was like uh, the other two i think were younger uh, one year younger than me or something like that used to hang out at my buddy phil's house basically every single day his parents total hippie stoners so there was a lot of weed around and it was great and so we would hang out (laughs) we'd smoke a lot of ganja and they knew better than to keep the good food out. So I, I have a, I always suspected they had a refrigerator in their bedroom because they had like a lock on the door and all that kind of stuff because Jesus. we're a bunch of ravenous 16-year-olds, yeah. you know? So basically what they would have is they would stockpile on the cheapest white bread imaginable, and then they would buy these like five-pound bags of shredded cheese and then yes. the biggest tub of mayo you'd ever see. And that was what I lived off of for a summer. I would take bread, oh. I'd slather mayo on it, I'd drop a bunch of <laughs> shredded cheese, <laughs> another piece of bread, and I would chow that shit down. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get fat, <laughs> somehow. Well, probably because you're young and just being outside and active. Stone 16-year-old yeah. running around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Instead of now mm-hmm. a stoned adult that's just like, I'm going to kick back and watch a movie. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. Did you guys have any stupid games you played as drunk teenagers or whatever? So we had this game. <laughs> we drove around through bottles at things. For sure. And I can go on a tangent <laughs> about that. <laughs> well, that's we, a game. <laughs> <laughs> we had this game called Shoe. And it was basically <laughs> like tag, but it was you'd you'd get stoned and then you'd jump on a trampoline and you would leave a shoe in the middle of it. And that shoe was treated like a like a hacky sack or a kickball or whatever. And if you kicked the shoe into the other person and it hit them, they were they were out basically. But it'd get really violent. <laughs> so I feel like it goes south quick. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bunch of us bouncing on there. And so you're bouncing while the other people around you are either trying to get to the shoe and kick it at you, or they're trying to fuck you up. You ever bounce on a trampoline and has somebody like jump just before you jump? Mm-hmm. So you like flop off to your side and that just like Yeah, it's like your knees almost buckle on you. They literally buckle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have that going on. You'd have somebody trying to hyperextend your knees and also kick you with a shoe and or their foot jesus <laughs> it was we, fun well we never did that kind of dumb shit we had a guy one of our neighbors they built like a oh they dug a hole for their trampoline don't know why so it sat like 10 inches above, above ground level huh. and we would set up our bike ramps and we would jump our bikes onto the trampoline and try to jump off the other side oh, i was gonna say are you trying to jump over the trampoline no 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 you try to like land on it and then we were like we could do a flip off of it and no, you get hurt and land on your back. Would the shit. would you spring with the bike back up? A little bit, not enough to like do huh. anything crazy. That's interesting. That's something I see you doing I with all of your BMX background. I think the only reason they did that though is they don't want their kids to fall off and like break an arm. So oh like, no, we'll just bring smart, it down yeah. to their level. It's smart. But then it would rain and the the hole would fill with water and then we'd jump in the trampoline. <laughs> There's water all under it, splashing up and shit. That sounds disgusting. Refreshing. <laughs> so there's like it no was, drain in the bottom of no, it? No, it's just a fucking hole. So it just smell like rotten dirt? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was Kansas, so it'd get 105 outside. And oh, yeah. Get all steamy. Yeah, just felt nasty. You imagine how much mold is on the bottom of that trampoline? All of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure just, that trampoline's just, long gone by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Shit. So, okay. You you rode BMX for ages. And you were pretty fucking good at it. So you had to have done Debatable. some stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, off the end of docks or... I never did the off the end of the off the dock thing. No. I wish I would have, but I never did. Hmm. Did you, like, ever jump a big staircase or something crazy? Oh, yeah. What's the, what's the biggest staircase you've jumped then? There's, there's cameras on you, so don't lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was about a 45 stare. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Maybe like a 16 or something. That's, that's Jesus actually really impressive. That's nuts. I almost killed myself on I mean, I landed it, but I almost killed myself on a five stare on, on a skateboard. <laughs> I, I walked down the stairs once. Why did you go fast enough? I mean... That's true. 16. I'm, so I guess talking, the speed, but... I'm just trying to remember like, in my head. Um, it probably It's probably way bigger in my memory than it actually was. Okay, so... Uh, but even typical... at 10 stairs, that's still a good height. Well, a typical stair mm. is, what, 8 inches of, of rise? Is it something like that? I might revise and go, like, 14. So, 8 times 16... <laughs> that's still, oh, okay, that's still a lot of stairs. 8 times 14, 112 inches at least. So, divided by 12... 
is 9.3 feet <laughs> you are jumping down. It's pretty close. And the, you got to figure out that distance, too. So I'm, I'm yeah. sure it's at least 10, 9, 10 feet of distance outward. That's crazy. You must have been cooking. That's a lot of, lot to cover. Yeah. Jesus. Like one. <laughs> now, did, did you ever hurt yourself because of this? Oh, yeah. Like broken arm? I never broken arm. The biggest, worst was probably my ankle. You broke mm. your ankle? Or shattered your ankle? Um, it was close. <laughs> it was in between. I tore just, like every there. muscle and ligament in my oh. ankle. Like tore like three quarters <laughs> of my Achilles. Damn. Yeah, that's bad. Damn, that's like dude. surgery level bad. Didn't actually have surgery on that. <laughs> they let it. They just immobilized it and let it heal. No shit. Oh wow, and dude. Monitored. God damn. Yeah, yeah that's no that's wild. I, so okay. It, if you can do a 16 stair, you must have done a lot in the ramps, too, then. Yeah, because, like, the old jumping stair things, like, I don't need to put my ankles through that. So, like, I did mm. it, like, once in a while, but, like, that wasn't my thing. Was that the hardest, um, as far as, like, uh, damage to your body? Is your ankles the hardest, uh, the hardest, most affected with BMX? Um, I don't know about for everyone, but it totally was for me. Because even, like, I'm a bigger dude, and I was... A bigger, heavier dude then mm-hmm. compared to like most other people riding then. Yeah. So like, I don't know. For me, my easily my I took most of the took most of the ankles. Jesus Christ! So okay, you said heavier dude. Were you like when I met you? You were like post Coast Guard. Yes. And Obviously. were you heavier before the Coast Guard then? No. Okay, gotcha. But you were still like six foot two, six yeah, one, six two, six three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jesus, I suppose that would be really fucking... Because you're probably 190 pounds at that time, something like well, that. I was probably over 200. You were over 200, fucking landed on your ankles. Yeah, I could see that being rough. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> Jesus. That's I, fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. so, because you did BMX back in the day, are you going to let your boys do it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, well, <laughs> well, well, yeah. It's I, like, hope, I hope they take an interest in it. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, be as safe as you can, but you, you got to have fun. Yeah. Oh, totally, shit, dude. Shit's going to happen. You can break your ankle stepping off a curb. Well, and here's the thing. Like, when I was getting into skateboarding, uh, if you wore a helmet, you were a pussy. And you are judged because of it. The The generation that's coming up, it's just the norm for all of them to wear helmets. And, you know, I mean, wear uh, knee guards and wrist guards and all that shit. It, sure. It, wear, not wear, whatever. It's, it's up to you. But, like, the most important thing is the... The fucking helmet. Exactly. I mean, keep, the, keep your brain in your head. I mean, your brain isn't fully formed <laughs> until you're like 24 or 25 years old anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you probably want to protect that when you're younger. But I completely agree that just fucking let kids let them play, let them play hard. Yeah. Like they got to get into something. Yeah. They got and they ha- I feel it's very important for kids to get hurt. Oh, yeah. Because they got to they gotta learn yeah. to pick themselves up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, for sure. If they like, hard. get started at a younger age, they'll acquire skills faster and maybe they won't be oh for as sure prone to i don't know see where they take it I'm, yeah exactly i'm sure you guys are the same way but do you ever see your kid excel at something and you're like holy shit like you're just blown away by what they can do at their at their age to the point where you're like you want to push them more to do it yes i am my my three-year-old especially he's he's just especially compared to what my oldest was at at his age, when he's doing it, his age, it's it's, uh, it just blows my mind. I had 
remind myself that he's only three and he's doing the things that he's doing. <laughs> so, like, what, what kind of hobby does he, like, really love and keep going for? Actually, he, he loves riding his little bike. Okay. So, yeah, yeah so he's, he's fucking he's, fast on that thing. So he's going to be a BMX rider then, probably. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I got to try to expose him with some ramps here at some point. <laughs> yeah, I awesome. feel like he's the most likely to be... And we don't know Bodhi yet because he's so young. But yeah. um, I, I feel like he's the most likely to have those like physical um, those physical characteristics to, to be into uh, BMX or yeah, well, oh, whatever. Mountain biking. Uh, compared to Oliver the Oldest, he is fearless mm-hmm. in comparison. He is, he's so not crazy. afraid to <laughs> put himself so dangerous. out there. Like, like uh, Oliver has a bunk bed and like, he climbed up to the top of the bunk bed before Oliver did, and like, really, he was climb up, like, look at me. That's awesome. Yeah, he's gonna be terrifying. A little, and awesome. daredevil. <laughs> does all of it. Hence why he didn't get a bunk bed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> jumping off the top. It's like you're already giving us uh, uh, heckin' frightens. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool, and that stuff kind of starts emerging. Um, my son is just car and motorcycle obsessed, so he hasn't shown a like physical aptitude towards anything in particular. He's just like he's like a um, he's like a tight end or a okay. really really thick running back, like a big center or something like that. Like he's not center. Um, I don't know. Football. What do we got? Uh, football um, quarterback, it, wide receiver, halfback. <laughs> <laughs> is this center? Is halfbacks and centers? I don't know. Are those the running backs? I don't know. Yeah, he's sports. Isn't there, yeah, he's isn't got there a point guard? <laughs> Something like that. Outfield. <laughs> uh, so he hasn't shown uh, physical care, uh, physical aptitude towards anything in particular, but he's obsessed with motorcycles and cars to the point where he can point out Corvettes and Mustangs now. Just he'll just be like Corvette. Mustang, <laughs> you know, he'll say well, it his I, way. I know he, he recognizes yeah, my cars when I pull oh, up. Oh yeah, which is he knows as hell. friends' car. So be yeah. like Donnie's car. <laughs> it's that's fucking nuts. So um, I think that's where that's going to lead him, and we'll see what what comes out of the physical characteristics. But your son is a f- genuine savant. He, he likes playing disc golf. That likes his playing thing. disc golf. That's, that's he's <laughs> hooked. And yeah. this kid at three years old. Is crazy good. He can throw. He can throw a little over fifty feet now. No, like, it's he can sink <laughs> baskets from like at like thirty feet. Oh no, farther than that now. I yeah. took I took him out a Sunday evening, and he sank one from like thirty five. Like that's so center. nuts. <laughs> this is a twenty four foot deep garage, so we're tacking on six more, and he'll throw from that wall. To a basket that is this big, and he'll sink it, and he's three he, years old. If he stood here, four? three years old, th- three. If he stood here, I bet you he could hit your fence. Like he, mm-hmm. He's got a little arm on him, and that's, that's all he nuts. likes to do, which is a blessing sometimes, and but also a curse. Yeah, because like I'll get home from work, and I'm like Dad, throw. I'm like that's. Dad's not going to go throw. Dad's tired as hell. I want to sit down. <laughs> you throw, and Dad will drink a beer and watch you. So do you have your own basket in your yard? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was supposed to be mine to like practice on, and then he uses it way more than I do. And it's funny because like Donnie is, uh, you're humble for him too. So you're just like, yeah, he's you know he's pretty good. 
and I'm sitting at Donnie's place on the, the back deck and I'm watching this kid chuck this thing from 20 feet and just like, bam, hitting the chains, hitting the chains, like one after another, just fucking nailing baskets. And I'm like, dude, do you understand how fucking talented your son is at that age? Like, that's that um, Sean White shit. Yeah. You know? Where it's just like he was basically He'll, birthed into a snowboard. He's going to get tested on Saturday. So um, we're wife and I are actually going to drive up to Highbridge, Wisconsin and take him with. Nice. So Highbridge is a mega complex. They have five courses on the property. I've been there once. I don't okay. remember. Okay. Most. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. like, bachelor, somebody had a bachelor party up there, if I remember correctly. Um, yes. But he's going to get to play two courses in one day. So we'll see how his little arm does. Nice. But he's played... He's played like all the big courses in the area. He'll go and play with me and whatnot. And he's God not damn, quite dude. to the point where he can actually play, but he's close. Like the smaller part of three mm-hmm. courses, I'll be like, yeah, you can throw every shot. It's so exciting when kids start showing a skill for something. Yeah. Especially it's, when they're really good at it. I, th- I think he's going to stick with it because he's so obsessed with it. <laughs> Do you want beer? He, uh, I sure. actually bought him a new disc for this weekend because I thought he'd enjoy that and whatnot. And, now, Harper had soccer and all that, so she's had a lot of my attention. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll buy you a desk and we'll take you out. Um, and kids, the, the, the wonderful things about kids is you get to spoil them with things that they love. But within any given moment, you also have to deal with them misbehaving and then take that thing away. For sure, yeah. So he got a new desk. He loved it. He flipped out. was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And then, like, an hour later, we're sitting down for dinner, and he's up and down off the table and not playing with his food and just doing all this stuff. And, like, yeah. he got sent to his room and was talking back. And so I just grabbed his new disc off off his dresser that he's had for, like, 45 <laughs> minutes. And I look at him like, you don't get this back until you learn to behave. And the look mm-hmm. on that kid's face, like, he broke down in tears and was screaming no. And, like, yeah. Like, and then it's like, you just you got to take something they love. Well, But I- at the same time, it's like, it, it sucks because they're like, I just want to have fun, and you're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't feel too bad about that stuff. I, I don't like having to take something away from my son that he loves, but I I think leverage is really important as oh, yeah. long as you're, you're not being an asshole about it. Or it's like, okay, so the kid's being a shithead, and he's screwing off, and he's not listening, and it's something you know he's got to eat or whatever it is. If he's not doing the thing he's supposed to do, then he's earned it. And that, and the fact that you have leverage is a very useful tool. Speaking of which, so I, I'm sure you've listened to it. Um, there's a podcast, God, four months ago, five months ago, where my daughter put. I t- was sharing a story where my daughter put oh, her yeah. foot through a, the drum set of my son that he had, his toy drum set he had. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. and she had a unicorn to- uh, display <laughs> that I just snapped in half in front of her and asked her how she liked it when I broke her shit. Um, since that incident, she hasn't broken a single thing of his. Really? There has she has she doesn't mess with any of his shit. Wow. Like, well, even like he's got like a stack of like ten discs that I've given him, just hand me downs and shit like that, and a couple for Christmas, birthday, and they'll be outside playing, and she'll ask him, <laughs> "Can I have one of your discs?" Simple, she yeah, won't even go pick them up in the wow. yard. She'll ask them, hey, can I play with that? That's awesome. Wow. Dude. So apparently sometimes you just got to put, put them in their fucking place. Oh, man. <laughs> Make you them know, cry. Yeah, we're it's, struggling with sharing right now. So I oh, it's, it's so bad. Relatable. Sharing is probably the hardest thing to teach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Atticus is definitely struggling with yeah. it, too. It's it, Well, he's the oldest, and so Lumen's here, mm-hmm. new. She's you know wanting to play with all of his toys, and she's curious about all that shit. So he's constantly defending his shit from her so it's 
It, it can't be easy to be the oldest and lose ground. Yeah. Oh, and then and not only that, it's not just the toys, but it's mom and dad, too. Mm. You go from having mom and dad's yeah. attention 24-7 to she fusses and dad could be playing with you and then dad has to go take care of sister. And now he's like, well, what the fuck? We were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. Just hit him. <laughs> I'm joking. Don't, don't hit your children. <laughs> Speaking of which, can I, can I get a stout from you? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had there. That was Thank sneaky. you. These are good. You're missing out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love a stout. I, I Someday just you'll like, have hair in your chest and I, enjoy a real beer. I was drinking dark <laughs> beer when you were like in single digits, probably. You're what, 38? <laughs> I'm 38 now. So seven years older, 21. Do my math. Yeah, I was, I was 14. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't have a driver's license. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. couldn't even drive to the bar. <laughs> Hell, I couldn't even work to have money to go to the bar. Mm-hmm. You hadn't even touched a boob yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Your moms don't count. <laughs> exactly. What about his? <laughs> oh, zing. <laughs> okay, I'll give that one to you. <laughs> How's she doing, by the way? <laughs> She's great, dude. <laughs> Same cans. I, I sure make fun. Your mom's a very lovely person. The like two times I met her. Yes, she's a she's a good one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Jake's mom. If you're watching, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> she's got a good sense of humor. Steve, what's going on with that S10? Um, yes. Struggling to get it done. <laughs> Hoping to get it done before snow flies. So I know everything so at least i know what i need to fix over yeah the it's exciting i'm really looking forward to that thing so um, what what is done to your s10 now because you were going to swap motors last time i heard yes did you yes okay <laughs> so the old small block okay first gen small block is gone six liter ls now so it's going to scoot like a motherfucker yep Head cams, pistons, high high compression setup. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's, she's fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's the idea. Hell yeah, man! And what are you thinking, like the ballpark horsepower wise? I'm hoping shooting for five fifty. That's so the, my goal wild. was six hundred, but I don't I don't think that's achievable. But mm-hmm. I I'm so I'm shoot, shooting for five fifty. So I'm assuming six hundred is like domed pistons. Probably. Yeah, we're talking like 12 and a half, 13 to 1 kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to keep it NA, correct? Well, we'll see. Okay. Cause I want to get it up and running, try it out NA. That makes sense, yeah. yeah start mm-hmm. somewhere and then go from there. Yeah, there might be a supercharger in the future. <laughs> God, that'd be fun. I, I like I'd where really this is like going. Be, I really yeah. like the sounds of being part of the 700 Club. Mm, hell Yeah. <laughs> The one without Pat Robertson. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so fucking gnarly in that little truck, too. Well, yes. One of my favorite things about your pickup is that, like, you've built everything around it, too. So I, there's a couple oh, yeah. of S10s in town that got small blocks swapped into them. And they're fun, and they're they're pretty cool. But nobody's sitting on the suspension and the brakes and the wheels and tires like you or, your truck is. Did you have one-off-built wheels for that truck? Kind of. They, they were the offset was built for me. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's what it was. They're, I remember seeing something so online fucking legit. years ago. <laughs> yeah, they're they're nice wheels. 
Yeah, it's such a gorgeous What brand truck. are they? Like Boyd Connington's oh, or something? Billet Specialties. Billet. Yeah, there you go. Even better. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> so you actually had to contact them and say, like, I love these wheels, but I need this offset? Actually, I was put in contact with them because a friend of a friend or a friend knows the owner. So Damn. Yeah, so they put me in touch and... We made things happen. That's fucking sweet, dude. That's a hookup. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So we know you. <laughs> <laughs> Could we do a friend of a friend of a friend? I mean, I can I can set you up with him. <laughs> you got a phone number for customer service. <laughs> you can find it on the website. <laughs> yeah, right. Just go to contact us and fill out the sheet. No, that's that's fucking legit though, man. It, well, and they fit perfect too. They're like they're, they're, they got the hella flush. Yeah, I measured mm. measured twice or once. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, they they're yeah the the fit's perfect. And you got like what two eighty fives in the back or something like that. It's currently two seventy five. Two seventy five. I might bump it up to a two ninety five. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tight. You though. might need it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's gonna move. And you're going to need some fucking traction. Fuck yeah, man. I know. I, I'm just excited because, like, you, the way that you've built it, you've got QA1 all over the place. You've got a Mosier rear end. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, um, coilovers, uh, yes. tracks, Yes. And lightened everything. Everything is, you know, aluminum or it's a plastic or it's a carbon fiber. I'm not or trying whatever. to give all away my secrets. No, but. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, God damn! I shouldn't have told Jake yeah, all this. We shit. should show him the pictures um, of all the of everything and uh... yeah, and the part numbers. <laughs> so she's gonna boogie, basically. Long oh, story short, light sure. light chassis, well set up, and hopefully a six liter LS that's gonna boogie. Yes. Yeah. That that should be so much fun. <laughs> so do you have plans to do some drag events with it? Then is that that end goal? Road or? course. Um, Ooh, I've road tried, course. I've tried not to. Most S10s are very drag specific. Yeah, I've tried to keep it all around. Well rounded, kind of like a Swiss Army knife. Um, so there's ice racing yeah. this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rally oh, X. Oh, that'd be so sad. <laughs> joking, your, your, your truck is a masterpiece. The I would, moment I would, Russ shows up, I think he'd just yeah, fucking I'd, cry. I'd probably hit you if I saw your truck out there. <laughs> I'd send it. You'd send it. <laughs> And you know what though? It, it just it dawned on me. Like, so you work at the shipyard, and you're like the head. You're like the crane dude. Like, you know, number one up there. Yes. So you're you work a lot. Um, with uh, Brian's track being fucking ten minutes from your house, something like that, maybe fifteen minutes from your house. Yeah. Once autocross gets set up there, that's gonna be like your proving grounds. Oh yeah. I, I look forward to taking advantage of that. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Because when, when I started going down this new direction with my truck, I always kind of want to try to do like the triple track challenge at uh, mm. Proving Grounds. Yeah. I don't even care if I come in dead last. Just the fact that I could do autocross, road course, drag racing, all three with the same truck. Oh, that's such a good goal. That's what it's about. And then also yeah. keeping it streetable because I'd love to do like... Uh, a rally someday, like something mm-hmm. like that, and just well, they do in oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, what, what, what they call it? There's there's a form. They called it a rally, um, but the goal was they'd say, okay, you need to get from point A to point B. It would take you X amount of minutes, and your goal was to get as close to that target time as possible. 
I can't remember what it was called. I heard about it years mm-hmm. ago, back when the forums were a thing. Yeah, well, I think that's the premise of a lot of the rallies is is just sort of a time thing. Yeah. They set up point to point, and it's usually like kind of a pretty drive or whatever. So they want it to be a, a nice enjoyment, and it's never like set up to intentionally break uh, speed limits yeah. or anything like yeah. that. But keep it legal. Yeah, there, there's a special name for that kind of event. I can't remember. Yeah, Cannonball it. Run. Those are usually, sort of, like, yeah. all out, though. That's, like, get there as fast as possible. Yeah, this was like, okay, we're going to do the speed limit. If it says 15 minutes, your goal is to hit 15 minutes on the yeah. nose. It might just be Rally. Because that's that what the be. Rally at 10,000 Lakes is, I think. Yeah. We should do it. We all yeah. three have good driving vehicles. Well, well, I think the Dime would be great in Power Tour. <laughs> like, it's I'd not going to hit a Power Tour once, so I can just check Fucking out. check that off the yeah. box, dude. Yeah, because yeah, it's, like, the truck is so... A lot of builds, there's always some. There's there's a chink in the armor. There's something that hasn't been touched yet. And your truck's really well sorted, and it's sorted to the point where like everything in it should be able to handle the horsepower it's going to put down. So yeah, something so. like Drag Week is probably a really good situation because you're just like, oh cool, I can go out there. I got fucking bracket race all day long because it's well set up. You know, it'll handle all of it. I can do you know run after run and. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good example of like a, an event that's just a good cruise. You go out, you run a pass or two, cruise to the next track. You know, yeah, it looks like a blast. Yeah, everything in my driveline is rated built for like about twice of what I should be putting down. Nice, that's that's so the way should, to do it. It should be quick and reliable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is that's the idea. Hard to say. Yeah. So let the tires be the um, the the breaking, the breaking point. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the, definitely the way to do it. Yeah, well, even man. with my old small block, my drag radials were still the breaking. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a Gen One. Yeah, I didn't realize Sorry. that was a Gen One small block. I thought it was a Gen Two. No. Oh wow, that's impressive. Because that thing fucking that, it went. It, it lit those fucking tires up. It moved out. Yeah, for being a Gen One. So what what did that come out of? Like a. So like a sixties or so. okay, yeah. Because when did the, the small block show up? Junkyard motor out of a shelled Chevy truck. It's the sixties, right? Wasn't that when they introduced the Gen One something Chevy like small block? Like the three was a three fifty, three twenty five, something like that. Yeah, is the three fifty the small block? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the smallest small block was like the five three or something like that. I don't remember. No, four eights. The four eights considered a small block. I don't know my Chevy's yeah. well enough. And the four eights got to be like a three hundred cubic inch. I don't fucking know. Do you know? Not off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> it's somewhere in that that ballpark. Just so it's not numbers. So, yeah. I lost the audience. They're just hearing numbers. <laughs> they checked right. out. Yeah. But yeah, your Gen One was. It was fun. It was it was fun to watch you go and just like rip the fucking tires off it <laughs> yeah so right, you work a, team off. yeah exactly you work a shitload and so when you would bring that thing out i always knew i was gonna see donuts <laughs> that was like the funnest part i was like oh steve showed up in the dime and you'd go down the fucking port whether it was cruise for cancer or a tuesday car meet or something like that and you'd go just fucking tear the tires off of that thing and you'd roll up with this big shit eating grin on your face like guilty yeah guilty <laughs> yeah man it's what it's all about dude <laughs> is it sad though that when i when i ever bump into you or see ya, it's not your dime that comes to my mind 
It's your Datsun that you had. Oh, I'm pretty dear. sure. That's always the first car I think of every I'm time I see it. I'm pretty sure I'm still on most people's phone is Datsun or 240Z. <laughs> 240Z, Steve. Very first car that comes to my mind. <sighs> Jeez, dude. I mean, you're... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to pull that out. Uh, makes you sad. <laughs> is that the one that got away? Yes and no. Well, yeah. back when I had the car, it was turning into a love-hate relationship. And it, in a way, it was time to let it go, but at the same time... I wish I wouldn't let it go. Right. It did go to a good home, and it's in a better place now. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind having it back. Right, right. Well, so when you had it, it started off with the triple Webers. Yeah. And those were giving you a lot of trouble. Well, I blamed a lot of things on the triple Webers, and I shouldn't have. Hmm. But hindsight's uh 2020 what was it was it a timing issue it was, was it a uh, distributor yeah timing oh god damn it yeah i get that because that's what my e21 was like like I, I could never dial in exactly what the problem was well come to find out it was running like it, it was running a stock distributor with a um that thing msd blaster 2 with a ballast resistor and all this stuff so it was just knocking down the spark and I didn't understand carbs and, you know, the, the distributor ignitions very well. Like, I, I knew it with Hondas, but Hondas were a different can of worms. They were uh, newer and there was uh, other ways to improve things. But, like, the problem was I had a lot of air and a lot of fuel coming in. And I didn't have adequate spark to spark through it when you were really getting on it. And it was pushing a lot Bogging through. Down and-, and so <laughs> that was a big part of the issue with the performance of that thing. Had I known, I would have upgraded the crap out of the ignition and done a 6AL and, and you know, all that stuff and and solved that problem and it would have sparked right through it. Yeah. So, so it was a situation like that where so, the Webers yeah. were probably fine. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I sold them eBay and made a ton of money off them. Yeah. I paid, paid to, like, <laughs> replace a bunch of other stuff on the car. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in hindsight, I should have kept them, but in the time, it, I don't know, it yeah, made sense whatever. at the time. Yeah, yeah, but it was a fun car, and it oh, treated absolutely. you pretty good for a yeah. while. Yeah. I mean, that's how cars go, though. Yep. Like, I don't know. The, Made a lot of memories in that car. Yeah, times, yeah, times right. change, and sometimes you just have to sell when you have to sell. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and, and you made a good point about it going to a good home, because clearly Ben, like, Ben said, okay, I'm stripping this thing completely down. Yeah, he did it right. He completely stripped it down, like, rotisseried it. Like, it's a legit show car now. It really is. It it, it yeah. really is. Like, it was so cool because do we have the forum or was that um, was that Facebook at that time? That was that awkward in between early yeah. Facebook time. He might have been posting it in both places, but I remember watching like the um, the metal patch work, yeah. where he was literally cutting holes out of floors and frame rails and all that stuff and fender inner fenders, whatever, having every single bit of rust cut out of that thing and redone, Damn. and then stripped down, sandblast or soda blasted, I think, or something like that. And yeah, he did it right. No, oh, that he Ellis swapped that, didn't he? Yeah, he just Ellis. Just Ellis swapped it. Well, he did. He did the L twenty four. Yep. L twenty four. He, he um, might have did Weber's L twenty eight for a little while, hmm. and then he did an SR. He had an SR in it. Then he went back to the twenty four, mm-hmm. and now LS is in there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. From last last time <clears> talked to him, he's loving. He, he wishes he would have done it sooner. The LS. Yeah. yeah. 
I I know it's in so many minds it's total sacrilege to put an LS in there, but at the same time, it makes sense. If you're yeah. enjoying it, who the fuck cares? Exactly. Teach their own. I mean, yeah. build the car for what you want. Yeah. Make it reliable. Make it powerful. Yeah. 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 And what's more reliable? T fifty six, right? Yeah. He actually. I don't remember. What, but he went like with the three fifty Z tranny. Oh, CDO nine. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what it was. And cut the bell housing on it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, I think I think yeah, there was an adapter place. Yeah, so I don't. Okay. I thought you had to cut exactly. the bell, part of the bell housing off. Oh, they make adapters now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you never should have sold the hood. <laughs> 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 or the Pantera hatch. Or the hatch. <laughs> yeah, that hatch was awesome on that car. It was. I, I loved that. Yeah. But you know, it's. It, I get I get the criticism of LS swapping stuff because everybody's doing it. But what those people tend to forget is that th- there's a reason for it. Oh, yeah. When you ride in a really well put together LS swap, whatever, you go fucking Christ. Like, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, I do. Yeah. I just <laughs> especially if you plan on actually using the car. On well, a and that's basis. exactly it. Like, you know, we could um, sure he could do a fucking stroked out. L28 with triple Webers on it and just like fucking throw the book at it and spend all the cheddar. But it's probably going to make less horsepower than a fucking six liter or a five, three with a cam and some headers. Yep. And he even had all the parts to do a super air stroker setup, And I was kind of mm. pushing him that way, but I'm glad he went the way he did. Yeah. Yeah. And one, the beauty of it is with the Datsun, you can go back. There was no cutting. There was no, oh, no. It all fits hammering or anything like that. Yeah. So, you can always go back if you really care to. But I don't know. The the LS is... I've kind of seen the light since I've LS swapped the, the shoebox. I've caught some, some criticism for it. And that's fine because they came with flatheads. And the flathead is literally the... Probably the most stylish V8 that you can possibly run. Because they're gorgeous and they sound super cool. They don't make shit for power. But like... <laughs> no, they don't. They're the most unique engine swap or almost unique engines ever but they, i don't know they they're prone to overheating and yeah. they're problematic and they're old as fuck and you really want to put your family in it and drive 200 miles and that's the thing or i drive back from iowa and have it break down last 45 minutes yeah and that's exactly what happened and granted mm-hmm. i could have learned a thing or two and realized that oh it was just points that i you know could have readjusted or i could have brought an extra set with um so there's room for improvement there, but still, I feel really good about the LS swap in this thing, and I'm gonna catch. I'm gonna continue to catch criticism for it. <laughs> Have you gotten criticism for it? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, especially in the shoebox community, there's I still I can see the purest. Um, the oldest, the older crowd, the nifty fifty kind of group, back to the fifties type of group. Um, they're very much traditionalists, and they would love to see a. They'd love to see a flathead, number one. Um, number two, it needs to be a 302. Mm. Carbureted 302 or Man. a 351 Windsor. That, th- th- so those are sort of like the um, <clears throat> the acceptable swaps. And then there's, the, you know, if you put an LS in it or you put a small block Chev, well, I should say, if you put a small block Chev in it, they get pissy. You put an LS <laughs> in it, they get fucking sassy they're just like the fuck is this this sounds sounds like a good reason to do it though but at the end of the day would that crowd rather see that car just sit and rot or sit in a garage or would they rather see that car get used exactly right 
Yeah, that's that's the goal at the end of the day, right? You know, and and I, it, it's, I take it all with a grain of salt because I'm, I care a lot less these days about the opinions of others when it comes to like when I'm swapping into my car. So it's like it's fine; they can have their criticism of of whatever I put into that thing, but, um. You know, it's it, that's the that's the point at the end of the day is that you're building something that you're actually going to drive and use, and that should be the fucking goal at the end of the day. Yep, you do you exactly. Yeah, Fuck it. Fuck build everybody the car else. for you. Yeah, exactly. You're not building it for anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And we got like the king of sacrilege right here, <laughs> the, who puts uh, a fucking turbo imported Nissan motor yeah, into his BMW. The uh, the World War II bomber essentially. <laughs> <laughs> So you've got some fucking updates about that. Thing. Yeah, so it's been it's been a fucking struggle. It's been an uphill battle. Um it's been running extremely lean. Like I'm talking I pulled the plugs and they were they're cocaine white. Like the strap looks like the porcelain. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. pitch white. Um so we're thinking it's a fuel issue and for some reason I don't know why I never knew anything about this. But the pre-facelift BMW E30s, so that's 86 and 85, mine's an 86, has two fuel pumps. Okay. There's one in the tank, and then there's the primary that's right outside the tank and feeds the line. Um, so I've swapped in a Walbro 255, thinking, okay, cool, I'm going to have all the fuel in the world. <laughs> we got this. Um, but I never took out the other fuel pump. So the other fuel pumps is acting as a <laughs> Exactly. Um, so that's what I worked on tonight and then had some issues finding barbed fittings at Menards because God forbid we put all the brass fucking fittings <laughs> together, the same goddamn fucking area. A little tangent. Menards, if you're watching this, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to no. have to go there and see where this is, they like have, how they're in different so spots they have, now. They have one section that's got all the PEX fittings. It's got the brass, the brass and bronze compression fittings and like stuff for garden hose and all that. That's not where I found the barbed fittings I needed. I walked over two aisles and halfway down the, in the middle of a whole aisle filled with PVC barbed fittings that are brass. Huh. I was like, you cocksuckers. <laughs> what are you doing? Why Why do you have brass fittings with PVC? Really oh, I'm <laughs> right? So what you ended up doing is like you just found a barb with a male thread and then yes. a barb with a female thread and then you're good to go. Tighten the fuck out of it with some Teflon the and then yeah. shoved, shoved my hoses on there. Um, so it runs. Mm. I, uh, I drove it. And then found it, found out that I accidentally created a vacuum leak. <laughs> so one of the issues that I was also having is my tile blow-off valve was kind of fluttering a little bit when you gave it just a little bit of throttle. Okay. And that being a math car, it sees all this extra air coming in and freaks the hell out. Mm. Um, so a way to adjust those is to put washers in there. I put a washer in there. Now, I didn't think about what I did, <laughs> and I take... The piston of the blow-off valve out, and I take the spring out, and I put my washer in, and I put the spring back on, and the piston back on. Oops. Yeah, all I did was make the spring stronger, so now the piston <laughs> doesn't close all the way. <laughs> Which is why I got my fuel system all figured out tonight. I went for a drive, like, fuck, it's still acting the same. And then I hear a whistle when I get home, and I check, I'm like... Oh shit, that's not closed yet. <laughs> so I need to rip it back apart, that's take so the washer out, put the spring back in, the piston back in, then put the washer put back together <laughs> and it hopefully will run great um yeah so that's where that sits but i i did get it out for cruise for cancer a little bit made it to the to the meet um yeah, man. it got it got a ton of love which made me feel 
good and want me to right. keep going forward with it. Um, my goal for the car has changed slightly, though. Um, and the, when I first started this swap, the goal was a good daily that could go to the track, and that's still that's still in the top three. That's still definitely priority number two. But kind of a sappy goal number one for that car is I want some kid to see that car and be the reason they get in the cars. Nice. Um, I saw an old su shitty Subaru Brat in a car magazine back in the day, which I shared with you, that had a 13B swapped mm -hmm. into it. The thing is just shit. He cut all the arches out of the wheel well so the tires could fit and stuff like that. Yes. And it's, a, it's a drift machine. <laughs> it's on, uh, I think, Speed Hunters is the website. Mm -hmm. Check it out if you, if you can Google search it. But that's what got me to, like, I want to build something crazy. And now I'm at that stage where I get to build something crazy. I have the money and the time to do it. And I don't know. I was at a gas station putting gas in it, and this kid walked out with his dad. It's like, oh, I really like your car. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I want that. I want I want some yeah. kid to see it and be like, holy shit, I want to build something crazy like that in the future. I that is such so, a good that, fucking that's like feeling. Goal number one is to be an inspiration piece followed by, like, do all the things, car. Not ice racing or rally acts, though. <laughs> Why live yourself? Right. It does have the rust to do ice racing, but no. <laughs> the shit thing is that that body is still probably worth a couple grand easily because it's a BMW yeah. and it's old now. So it's so close. I want to just, I want to beat on it a couple of times before the snow flies. You'll get to. That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in the same boat. Yeah. You're you're at the hustle stage. I'm, I'm grinding. I was grinding hard to make the cruise and. Mm -hmm. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, I know that you ran into a shitload of issues, too, where it's like, <clears throat> of, this of, part's not coming in in time, and this exhaust piping. There was lately. a lot of supply chain issues. Yeah. A lot of waiting on certain parts, and I just finally said, screw it, and I started just hunting other vendors, and, like, mm -hmm. even though I got things on back where I'm like, screw it, send it. So, mm. do you... When you have a goal, that's cruise for cancer, um... If you don't reach that goal, do you get pissed off at the car so you don't touch it for like four days? Because um, <laughs> that happened to me this week, yeah. which is why I just worked on it today. In this case, I haven't. I've kind of just kind of try to keep keep the momentum up. Well, obviously, I'm taking the night off. But yeah, mm -hmm. trying to keep the momentum so I at least try to test things out before the snow flies. Because okay. like I was pushing. Well, first it was Power Cruise, and then it was Cruise for Cancer, and it kind of happened. And then I was like, "Fuck you, car." <laughs> I'm not going to touch yeah. it until Thursday. Which, yeah. in hindsight, I really should have got to sooner because I could have figured out my whole fitting issue. And then I would have discovered my vacuum leak and I could have probably drove it to your house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, myself in the that's, ass. that's a part of the hustle. You yeah. know, it's, uh, it, well, I did the same thing with the shoebox. And, you know, you had, um, I, you had a quote and I don't remember the exact words of it, but you had talked Fuck about bitches how. bitches make money. That's the one. That's that's the one. <laughs> Success lies at the end of that. <laughs> uh, just like if you chip away, if if you do an hour a night, yeah, the whole sloppy mechanics uh, mindset. Oh, that came from There's sloppy. So, well, so I, much I didn't get it from that, sloppy, though. but I learned after the fact that they have the same advice. Yeah, where it's like just just hack away at it. It's like it's a little so bit spot every... on though. It really is. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you just keep chipping with it, it's going to get done eventually. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you figure if you have an hour, you're like, okay, well, what do I do this hour? I I put in all my, my clamps I needed for my intercooler piping, or I changed out my spark plugs and realized they're running lean. Like, okay, 
that's not a lot done, but it gives you something for the next night. Yeah, yeah. I will be sitting at work, planning out my night. Like, I want I, I can get X Y Z done, mm-hmm. and I plan it all in my head, and I just go and execute. Yeah, it's the way to do it, man. So, do you set a goal for like? I've had nights where I'm like, okay, my goal for tonight is hang my intercooler. Like at the end of the night, that's the one thing I wanted to get done. And sometimes you'll get there and you're like, oh, I still have an hour left. And you're like, you know, you know what? It, I've been, it's been a long day. I got my one big goal done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the rest of the night off. Yeah, as long as I get for sure. something done. Usually I'm the other way. Like I'll be over ambitious. And before I know it, I'm like, oh, I need to get to bed, but I'm still not done with this. I'm like, like, shit, I got to go to work dude, in three I'm the hours. Same way. <laughs> yep. I'm like, yeah. all right, I need to sleep. Well, yeah, I'll, um, leading up to getting that thing running for, um, Cruise for Cancer, it was the same way where it was just like, I was out here till one o'clock in the morning and great. I don't work quite as early as you guys. So it's one o'clock in the morning is probably like your midnight o'clock. or 1130. <laughs> <laughs> what but, time do you go to work? Um, not my start time. Yeah. Um, depends, but typically it's seven. Oh, you guys are all late. I'm every day continue old man yeah <clears throat> so um it, but yeah like uh, you know you just you, you get in the groove and i i refuse to look at the time like when i get in the groove i refuse to look at the time because i know that that's gonna one break my concentration and i'm gonna think about the fact that i'm gonna get less sleep and when i start thinking about the fact that i get less sleep then i start feeling tired then i start making mistakes and i start getting crabbier and whatever and suddenly like you end up with more problems and whatever but if you stay fucking focused on that thing, whatever the task is, you just kind of crank through it until you find like a satisfying spot to be like, no. ready to step away. What see what I found worked best for me was okay. Like let's say my goal was to be inside by nine thirty. I'd set an alarm on my phone for nine o'clock. Mm. Some then, nights I didn't get out of the garage till nine thirty. <laughs> well, yeah. Again, my my wife's a saint. She she. She raises four children, so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so I'll, I, I get home at three. I'll eat a sandwich. I'll be out there from four to four to nine, and I'll set that alarm, knowing that like okay, I really have till nine thirty. But that last half hour is like okay, wrap up anything that needs to get wrapped up, put shit away, which is usually just toss it on the tool bench mm-hmm. lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like I know I, I, I get cars. That. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. So um, the the dime's got to be pretty close then. It's close. Um, biggest thing is getting the wiring uh, wrapped up. And that's for the Terminator? Um, Terminator and other miscellaneous mm-hmm. well, terminations. We, uh, we have a wiring episode if you need any pointers. Pointers, <laughs> advice, anything like that. <laughs> so don't use scotch logs? Is that what they're called? Scotch logs? Scotch they're one? the... Um, they're they're like the the clampy they're plastic with like an aluminum S shaped thing in them, where you force like wires <laughs> oh, in and they clamp it and it bites into the wire. Oh the yeah, horrible! Don't do the those. Most horrible wiring invention ever made. For sure, yeah. <laughs> they're dicey. Next to people that poke the shielding on the wire to test if it's got voltage. Or hey, not. hey, yeah, motherfucker! Yeah, that's that's bad. That's that not bad. Just, you're you're breaking the insulation. Yeah, have, you put I a little have, piece of tape over. I it. have a deep dark secret here. Oh, oh, there is one on my truck. <laughs> oh. I dare you to find it. 
I know where it is. Is it like the and power the running to the starter? Yes, it's something <laughs> really important. <laughs> but there is one. It's a real melted, but... It's a switch 12 volts to the fuel pump. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess that it's like an electronic antenna or something like that. Something minute. That's as far as I care to share. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. I'm, I, I'm ashamed enough that I even admit yeah, this. It's I, on a tail light. I'm going to say it's for his... Uh, so when you turn on your headlights, your gauges light up as well. That's how you tighten Ooh. the system. No. Hey, that's that's an educated that's close. guess. That's a really close. I not close as I've in like do that, but. like I, I know what you're talking about. Like it's close and like exactly that. I could see that being sort of a like, man, this is like a well, lower voltage thing. Yeah, I don't feel like cutting this harness. Yeah, and doing it the right way. So yeah. I'm just gonna go I like the uh, Finnegan quote: "You're allowed to break the rules if you understand the rules." Uh, that's not nice. that. okay. I get that. You don't have any like, wise words. <laughs> you don't have any like wire nuts under your dash, though, do you? Absolutely not. Okay, oh, dude. Okay, thank dude. you. Okay, I'm, well, I'm, we're good then. Well, that that motorcycle behind you guys, what they did, the previous owner of that, uh, probably the one who put it in the ditch, they <laughs> cut out the fuse block and they wire nutted everything. Ugh. So it was hardwired, not a single fuse on this thing. Do they use Romex too? Uh no, I don't. think think they had household wiring but i mean i wouldn't so would, this guy wouldn't have put a bass would you rather see wire nuts or just wires twisted together wrapped in electrical tape um wires twisted together wrapped in electrical tape i think so too I think the wire yeah. Nut, yeah wire nuts are dicey especially on a motorcycle it's gonna see moisture and shit yeah a lot it was vibration. so bad so uh, these have a, a regulator rectifier for their their stator um, and it's this funny little sandwich block that's like, it's got some spacers in the center, center of it. And it's got like these kind of plates that are in the middle of it. It's, it's a heat dissipating thing and whatever. Um, the wires, there's like five different or four different like yellow wires that run up to it. They were so melted that a couple of them had no shielding on them anymore. <laughs> this fuck, th that poor bike was uh. ready to just light on fire. <laughs> How lucky do you feel today? <laughs> yeah, pretty you much, man. It. So needless to say, I rewired every single circuit on that fucking thing. Yeah, all, all three of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it got simplified too, but... It's crazy. Just, it's crazy when people pull that shit. I mean, that's that's the one thing I really hate about my BMW is the wiring because it's yeah. an '80s car. So God knows how many like shitty alarms have been wired into it and mm. aftermarket radios and crap like that. And you look under the dash, and it's just wires. There's not. There's no order to any of it. Oh, it's dude. just there. My E21 was a nightmare oh, about God. that too. It's so. But bad. it had ceramic fuses. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, that's really terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. I want to. I'd love to rewire that car, once someday. But mm -hmm. it's it's such a nightmare. It's someday. It's scary as fuck. <laughs> What's yeah. the dime like? Um, most all the circuits in replace. There's a couple like brake lights and tail lights that are left. But mm -hmm. I'd love to just get rid of the what's left of the factory uh, fuse block. That that's one possible thing I might get done this winter. Whatever circuits are left, completely redo. Gotcha. Like a painless or a speedway. You yeah, know, I might go with that. Yeah. yeah. Speedway would make some really nice pre-built fuse yeah. blocks. I love mine. And actually, um, I, do you have the... Uh, it, it's a single string of wires. It's probably like uh, 10 or 12 wires in a line. And they're from your steering column. Yep. Standard GM column. Plug. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, the Speedway wiring harness has a direct plug for that. Well, I might be going to a race column, so... A race column? A lightweight chromoly <laughs> column. Jesus Christ, dude. Because <laughs> the factory column's so heavy. Is it really? No. It's, not, you, it's not that bad, but you're just like, I need to cut like three pounds. Yes. <laughs> so how many... Uh, like, are you going to do, like, a supermodel diet for, like, a week leading up to? So you're just going to, like... I, I, I could just eat, like, one less cheeseburger. It's just, like, lemon water the whole week. Wait, like, the, the, the two-finger diet, or... Hey, that's a, that's a mixture of it, dude. You're just... Gra graham crackers, that's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> you're probably gain weight. But I, I am really excited to actually get that truck on some scales. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Um, this That's another goal this winter, is actually get four corner scales and get it hmm. scaled out properly i know ryan Merritt has the set yeah i, I got access to him i, I gotta talk to him because mm -hmm. i think he's probably gonna be tuning it when oh nice nice yeah Hopefully. he's the right person yeah yeah that's fucking sweet man but i haven't really <laughs> talked to him for in like a year or so yeah, well, he's been busy. Um, yeah, he's yeah. been racing and building Gibby's car. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, and and what is his uh, company? Merit Motorsports and Tuning. I believe that's what, is that it what it's called. Yeah. Right. So if if you're listening, check them out too. They're uh, you know local. I think him and Corey are doing it. I guess like primarily him, but I think Corey does like some of the TIG welding and stuff. It's kind of they they build everything. Welding I'll savant. Probably but... be reaching out to him when we get to the bus. Oh, as far as like cage yeah, stuff, make yeah, make this safe. Actually, I'm I'm glad that you brought that up because the the bus is going to be the next focus for us. That and the RX7, the two big ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the the bus. Um, I, I love the idea that you have about the cage thing. So if you ever sat in a VW bus, I have not. Your you, knees you, are the crumples. Yeah, you're the firewall. You, it's it goes crazy. it goes it goes the front of the bus, you, then everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, there's not even it's a dicey. fuse block. Sounds like a good way to get paraplegic. Oh uh, no, 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 no! You don't walk away from accident. You just die. Yeah, you you hope you die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's sketchy as hell. So you've got a really cool idea about um, I, hoping somebody can build a cage around yes, the front end of it. Exactly. Least. I mean, ideally. And here's another important fact that we should probably tell the people: that's a full frame vehicle. Yes, it's full frame. It's a bay window, not a split window. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of matters too a little bit, but the bus you sit over the front axle, so your feet are actually in front of the front wheels. Mm -hmm. So when you're steering, your the pivot point is completely different, all that kind of stuff. So it's just firewall and then you. And my goal is to make it at least safe enough to survive like a thirty mile an hour crash. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> like if we got a fender bender, you're not walking away from that. Mm -mm. It's it's that they're that sketchy. That's a good goal. Yeah, it's so pretty bad. I like to get the front caged um if i could get any side reinforcement would be awesome as well because our kids will be in the back of this mm -hmm. um the sliding door is going to add issue and i don't know if i mean i'll talk to, to merit when the time comes but we can just re you know reinforce the uh the chassis and the frame and stuff like that mm -hmm. maybe that's all it needs and that will probably go a long way too yeah where the the door slides it's um like a four foot door right or something yeah, like that yeah, typical fan so it's door. like you could probably just hope that like that section of it isn't reinforced and you could probably just have the cage end at that. Yeah, that's 
Or something. Or had the floor reinforced. Or you could probably hang some really epic curtains off of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> some really thick. Um, it came with curtains. Blackout yeah. curtains. Like say. some corduroy. <laughs> so <laughs> corduroy. <laughs> That's so 70s. And yeah. it's so 74. Yeah, it's a 76. <laughs> no, no, it is a 74. You're right. It is a 74. You need corduroy, man. It had it You had need curtains. to buy corduroy for the first time you drive that it's thing. It's a done no. deal. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Steve's claimed it. It's 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 happening, man. Like, you don't split, have a choice in the matter. Split pea green corduroy. Oh, oh. no. No. Jesus. Pea green? <laughs> no, we, we have a little bit of a plan for the interior of it. Um, what if I volunteered my wife to sell you curtains out of corduroy? No. Does she have a lot of corduroy? She has some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're not doing corduroy. I'm sorry. I like your wife, but we're not doing corduroy. <laughs> That's amazing. What, what is she making for you guys out of corduroy? I don't know. She just buys She fabric. just fucking has corduroy? And she hasn't done anything with it? She has... All sorts of fabric. She's like stitching seat covers <laughs> for the dime. No. <laughs> corduroy <laughs> 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 inserts. <laughs> perforated leather everywhere else. I actually have pl- plans on a seat upgrade for the, the dime. I don't want to say too much. And it's not corduroy? No. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's good. More weight savings, right? Yes. A corduroy gets kind of heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it is pretty thick material yeah, yeah. compared fuck, fuck, to just fuck quarter, right? you know, suede. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no. So when is that going to happen? Is that is that a winter thing? Yeah. Nice. Okay. We'll see, we'll see if I get to it. I'm just going to throw one guess. TMI front seats. TMI. Too much information. Uh, I think that's the that. brand name though. It's like TMI. They make um, aftermarket seats. They do a lot of stuff like OBSs and square bodies and no. C10s. Be a factory GM seat. Oh, oh. So from oh. Corvette seats. Close. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, man. Caprice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. You're just gonna go with the bench seat. He's just gonna get Silverado seats <laughs> with the seat belts. We can double the seat belts. Oh, the uh, the Chevy Astro <laughs> captain Dude. chairs in the middle. Oh, the there swivels. you go. There you go. You can do the swivel. And what he'll do is he's gonna like do the uh, the the like mood lighting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I did two Silverado seats, I'd have to delete my center console because <laughs> yeah, it'd just be there. punching like a bench seat. The Silverado <laughs> seats are made for some big butts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh though, man. <laughs> i don't know that that truck i i got a feeling like because you're you're gonna keep that till you drop dead I mean, probably because be i couldn't i'm too cheap to justify selling it for a loss right so when you know when we started coming up you know and at this point like oh, i'm middle-aged you you're yeah. pretty close behind me and you're not, quite a few yeah. years behind but <laughs> your, your crisis is coming buddy don't worry um, there's the older guys that I looked up to and a lot of them were like, Oh, I've had this car for 25 years. And when you look at it, you're just like, Jesus Christ, you have touched, massaged every panel on this thing, replaced everything you've done. This thing's fucking like Ripley with his fucking Nova. It's just like this fucking dude has, t- has done everything to this thing. I got a feeling the dime is going to be like that where it's like the younger guys are going to look at it and just be like, you're old as fuck, but that fucking truck, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, probably. Everything's fucking done to it. Probably. Yeah. 
Nothing wrong with that. No, it isn't. Why you <laughs> fucking? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's probably gonna be my BMW. I don't yeah. have any intention. Are you gonna to hang on to it? You should hang on to yeah, it. Yeah. How much you fucking done to that? Thing. Oh yeah, I plan on keeping that for fucking ever. And that my, I know for sure Harper would kill me if I sold that car. Yeah. She's actually really pissed off that Roman got to ride in it a little bit, and she has not rode in the car yet this year. <laughs> she loves that dumb car. You know what though? That that's a good thing. It's it's sort of like the distance makes the heart grow fonder kind of effect, where it's like. Um, she's just like, God damn it. I want to ride in this fucking car. Yeah. Like, I just love it. And when she gets to, and it's going to be like, the car will be ready to kick her back in the yeah, seat. She's just gonna be like, giggle. cars are the best thing in the fucking world. You <laughs> well, know? And she gets to ride in the front in that car. <laughs> yeah. Cause she has a booster seat. So once I get all that, all that little shit figured out on it, she's just going to laugh her ass off and be like, let's do it again. Yeah. Excuse yeah, me. She, I gotta pee. She, okay, yeah. She's my daredevil kid. So. Yeah, I, I know it's it's fucking crazy. Like it, the way that your kids are wired is so surprising. They're complete opposites. Where it's like you would, and I don't mean to stereotype. And I think this is maybe one of the best parts about your kids is like how unique they are. In that, like your daughter doesn't like she's feminine, sort but of. But she's like feminine, but like fucking loves. Like cars and motorcycles yeah, and stuff? Yeah, she likes to wrench. She likes being out in the garage. Um, she loves just like, just plain rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that, she, she, she climbs fucking everything. She's a little ass kicker. Yeah. And it's so perfect. But then at the same time, she's like, I love unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. It's like <laughs> yeah, wearing dresses. <laughs> a neat balance of a kid. And, and when you just let them be whoever they want to be, it's exciting to see like when that kind of thing comes out where you're just like, Jesus Christ, like... This kid is obsessed with my race car, and then she's also just, like, loves to wear her tutu and fucking sing songs. So, speaking of all of that, um, I need your honest opin opinion on something. Um, yeah. Should I take her to go see Stack X? Um, okay, well, that's... She'll be six by the time that show happens. Oh, I, that is a really good question. Now, like, when to expose kids to rowdier music. She, okay. First or just the music in general. First off. Um, Roman and her both love rowdy music for sure. They, they um, listen to it at home, but yeah, concerts yeah. a different Concert, kind of uh, worms. completely different animal. Um, mm -hmm. but she Stack X is like her second favorite band, so I kind of want to go for it. It is an all ages show and it's only 30 bucks, but Mushroom Head's gonna be there, Dope is gonna be there, and Fear Factory. And I'm that Wait, Fear Factory is going to be Fear there? Fear Factory is going to be there. Oh, that's pretty cool. I might want to go to that. Fear Factory has a new lead singer, though, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, mm. yeah. But I kind of want to take her just to see what happens. But at the yeah. same time, it's like you're six, and that's some heavy shit. <laughs> it is. It is. So Donnie's asking the question of, like, what's the right age to take your kid to a, a metal concert? I'm just trying to process myself, and I don't have the right – I don't have I know. A, a, an answer myself. Yeah, it's like – I don't if, – if it was, like oh, – originally we were supposed to take her to Coheed and Cambria, but then COVID happened. And Coheed's – they're a hard rock, but they're not heavy – they're like not static like hex heavy. Exactly. Exactly. So like she likes listening to it at home, but it's like, can you be in an auditorium where like it's four hours of music? Yeah, well, you feel yeah, like someone's kicking in the chest every time they double bass. Exactly. <laughs> like, like shit's getting real. Yeah. You're gonna put her down in the pit. 
Maybe. It depends if she listens. How raged out she is. I don't know. Well, see, that's the other thing, too. It's like, we're going to be standing. She's just throwing down, and... knocking over full-size <laughs> Well, well she'd she throw all those. And you have to wonder, like, what's her stamina like? Could she stand at a concert for two hours or three hours? Yeah. She, that's the tricky part. Is she going to peter out staying up that late? Oh, that's not. Uh, I don't know. Late yeah, that's such a good up. point. No, our bedtime's eight o'clock at our house. Um, she's mm-hmm. usually there's been a couple of nights though where so, um, she's a big Spider-Man fan. Mm-hmm. Like okay. huge. Like her favorite TV show to watch in the morning before we get up is the '80s cartoon Spider-Man. I shit you not. She loves seriously Spider-Man. dead fucking the series. '80s. The Kapow, '80s one. Bang. Yes, she loves that one. Um, so they're coming out with a new Spider-Man. <laughs> what a movie. cool kid. Yeah, they're coming out with a new Spider-Man movie that. Uh, they are actually bringing back the Green Goblin and Doc Ock from the Tobey Maguire movies. That's nice. like a little bit of time Good. travel that's in there. And so I'm, I'm kind of like, holy shit, like that's what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Like we're totally going to go see this in theaters. So we've been watching all the Spider... I told her, like, we'll watch all the Spider-Man movies leading up to this. That way you're all caught up mm-hmm. and you know what's going on. Um, so she's had a couple of nights where she's gotten to stay up late till 9, 30, 10 o'clock to get these movies out of the way. And she's she's actually pretty well behaved normally, so long as her brother's not up as well. Mm-hmm. If they're both up, it's fucking Armageddon, and like, <laughs> yeah, they're fucking bickering about who's sitting next to dad, and oh, you got more popcorn than I do, mm-hmm. and you're looking at me wrong, and it's it's a fucking nightmare. But if it's just her, she's not too bad if she's up late past her bedtime. Okay, all right. So I she uh, maybe I, I don't know. Like, so there's, how there's no old will she be this. at the time? She'll be six. She'll be six when this concert happens. Yeah. She does have a Wisconsin Death Trip t-shirt, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty epic. Yeah, so I don't know, like, man. I, don't I kind of want to take her just for the... And I figured, like, maybe we just missed, like, the couple... You know, we show up an hour and a half late. So we, and I think that we might be a the little key. Bit. We missed, Skip some opening acts. Yeah. Yeah. But... Because it's going to be overstimulating. Oh, it's that's gonna be, a lot. There's going to be a lot. There's the light. It's going to be loud. It's going to smell. One thing to there's keep gonna in ganja. mind. There's going to be sweaty people. And I've wondered about <laughs> this with with kids. Is like there's a... It's, it's just like pain where there's sort of a no going back. Once you've pushed the threshold further, there's kind of no going back. So it's like when you're a, a baby and you scratch your finger, it's the worst pain you've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. When you're a toddler and you scun your knee, it's the worst pain you've ever experienced. When you're a teenager and you break a bone, worst pain. So on and so yeah. forth, right? So far. So far. And I, I feel like um, stimulation is the same way. And it's, you know, so if you bring your daughter at six years old to a metal show, it makes you wonder what her, you know, kind of stimulation seeking will be like as yeah. she gets older. So, like... What? Where do you go from a metal concert at six years old for excitement? I don't know. Like this is a kid that's already climbed, <laughs> fucking well that rock wall. She went rock climbing. Yeah, yeah, she likes to rock climb. That's. I think that's so totally normal and safe. Like I think that's. Yeah, fine. but it's still there's still a rush there. Like holy mm-hmm. shit! Like I'm thirty, forty feet up off the ground climbing this wall. Like there's some adrenaline pumping there for sure. And there's gonna be adrenaline at the concert too. So it's. There's going to be a lot of adrenaline. There's going to be the social adrenaline that's going on there. Yeah. Because you get swept up in that, you know. There's a bunch of other people rocking out at a concert. That's true. You know, fucking prof (laughs) concerts where you're just like, everybody's just fucking wild and (laughs) party hardy. First row. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You just fucking cut loose. Um, It's interesting what would happen with a, a young kid. I have no clue. 
I think maybe that, I don't know. Maybe the, the, go for it. There's like, only one way to find out. Is the way I look at as it. As long as you go into it knowing that you might have to leave super early, you might get an well, hour that's out the of funny it. You might thing. get it's pretty much minutes. the same exact lineup when we went and saw them. And that was a damn good. It lineup. was fantastic. Um, this Mushroom Head might be a little creepy to her. Yeah, that's why I'm like maybe we can. Show might up a want to late. skip them. Just go straight. Although dope is really fun. And Dope's dope was probably the opening act. I don't know. No, Mushroom Head has to be the I'd, opening. I'd say Mushroom Head probably then Dope. Because Dope is a pretty Factory. big band. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's it's sixty bucks. I've seen. I've already seen the three bands I want to go see. I've already seen. So if yeah. she doesn't do super well, or she gets whiny or something like that. It's like it's not. I'm not really out a whole lot. Right. You're not out the experience of seeing yeah, like my, band. I guess my biggest fear is she getting like trampled on. Well, it just depends where you're, yeah. you get seating. Yeah, and I, I can't remember where the venue... I think it's the Fillmore, if I remember right. Get balcony. Yeah. Yeah, just just grab the best possible seated balcony spots that you can get. And, I mean, maybe it'll be up on the, the ledge and then just, you know... Just hang out. Yeah, and then yeah. she just gets to stand and fucking watch. I mean, she might be on your shoulders quite a bit. That's kind of depending, but, you know, it's... She's a light kid, and... So far. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I... I, I I kind of feel like you should go for it. Okay, does anybody want to go with us then? Because I have to have a second adult. When is it? Uh, March 27th. It's a Sunday. March 27th. Yes. We have an AFI concert like right around there. Let me just double check and see when I, it is. But I, I might need be to inclined. have a second adult. I want a second adult just just because like if I have to pee, I don't want to have to drag her away oh, or vice yeah, versa yeah. or whatever, you know? Well, and concerts are always like, if you got to bring her into the men's room, there's just yeah. a line of cocks. Yeah. yeah she didn't need to see <laughs> that shit. Just like, that's a, I wouldn't want to do that. No. So, I'm a grown ass uh, man and I don't want to see that. So you, you just got a bunch of sons. So you don't have to yeah, think about that. I, yeah, I, I can't even comprehend having there a was, at this point. There was a Louis, um, uh, a Louis special where he stand up special, and and he was talking about that where he's brought his daughters into I don't know fucking Six Flags kind of bathroom or whatever, and there's just cocks everywhere and he's Jesus bringing this Christ. little girl this six-year-old seven-year-old eight-year-old daughter and there's just like fucking gross dudes everywhere and like she brings her into the, the bathroom stall and there's just a guy with the grunting and shitting in this <laughs> just oh, dudes man. are fucking gross oh, yeah, these are <laughs> nastier than hell and to think that i might have to bring my daughter into the men's room at some point yeah I might see if my wife gross. wants to go to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we we'll, we could figure it out. You know, if if I happen to go with, I can. I'm happy to watch her while you gotta, you know, go take a leak, squeeze Sounds one good. out. So, what happens if she's got to pee though? I don't know. I have to pee though. You should move. <laughs> I, I oh yeah, that's the one thing. Accommodate. We don't have a good exit plan. No, for, we don't. Uh, I'm just like middle person bathroom. I can't hit moves. the can. <laughs> Hey, there we go. We gotta figure it out. I have to think about some kind of a arrangement so middle person can get out easier. <laughs> you could just set up a middle urinal. Mm -hmm. Set up a jar underneath there for Donnie. You just kind of incognito. Well, yeah, I suppose when, no one... when you're in the middle, you can just kind of. I mean, the camera can't see underneath the table. And it's no, kinda... like where he's at, he'd be fine. <laughs> just kind of hear a trinkling sound in the middle of the podcast. I'm like... That reminds me. Yeah, everyone's just going to ignore what's going on over here. I don't know how much you watch um, or listen to podcasts, but that's like a thing. So on the Joe Rogan podcast, 
if Ari Shafir is on there, he'll just like whip it out and take a leak in the middle of the, the really yeah like he'll just grab like a cup or something like that and piss <laughs> into it. That's awesome. <laughs> I look, I kind of get it. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you don't want to get up from the conversation, yeah, uh, I, I get it. I get it. God damn, man. So you've got to be missing. Um, yeah. So okay. So the uh, viewers, uh, like you might have heard us allude to at the very beginning. DJ Spruce, you've got to be missing that at this point. You know, I, I'm missing it from the dance aspect and stuff like that, but you used to actually spin for us. I, I miss that stage of life. That I, stage, I, yeah. I, I, I feel like that's a good way to put it. Like, I don't know if I'd want to go that hard again at this point in my life. Right, right. Because I don't recover as well as I used to. No, dude, I get it. Like, I, I'm looking at a fourth beer here, and I'm thinking, like, the last time that I had a fourth beer was, it was a while ago, and I'm probably going to be a little sloppy tomorrow. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's Friday. Donnie, can you get around the backside? Like, I'm going to have to step up and over the, the camera cord. And uh, the cord is much lower than, okay, never mind. We're good. We're good. We got this. All right, we got this. Um, so we're just, we're talking uh, two to four days and oh uh, ask Steve, like, how he's, you know, how much does he miss, like, doing the DJ thing for us? So for the viewers, um, we, back in the day, we, a good friend of ours, Charlie. Uh, yes. And if you've listened to all of the podcasts, you would have heard at this point um, about the 224. 224 was a house on Central Hillside in Duluth. I think I'm and good. We had a big ass basement, and there First was. First place I shot a gun. Yes. <laughs> it, I mean, there's no better neighborhood than Central Neighborhood. Be First experience so, shooting a gun. Allegedly. City. <laughs> he allegedly shot a gun in the middle of the city, the sketchiest place in the, the city. Yes. Um, but it was sort of a legendary place. It was. It, a, it was, was a house. It was it, a. It was a. It was a hangout. Yeah, it was a two-story house. It was many with things. a really nice basement that actually had a walkout into the backyard. Very nice. So, if you guys have uh, ever seen yeah. the sand, <laughs> if you guys have ever seen the Sandlot, the treehouse that all the boys hung out at and had their sleepovers and stuff like that, that was the two-two-four for us. Yeah, it, that's actually a good way to put that's it. That's a good um, analogy. Yeah, yeah, it was the clubhouse for everybody. It was with oh. lots of speakers. And yeah. lots so, of alcohol. <laughs> what, ha- what ended up happening is a, a guy named Charlie Dosh. And if you listen to some of our earlier Shout podcasts. Shout out DJ Wubbles. <laughs> we had, uh, we had uh, Charlie on a couple of times. And we alluded to the 224. Um, so it was this house in Central Hillside. And um, it was really well set up for everything we needed it to be. It had a basement that had decent height ceilings. It had a, a decent amount of room in the basement. Enough that you could like throw parties and have dances and stuff like that. And so Charlie always had this vision that he wanted to build a club in his house. And he ended up going all out. He put um, acoustic foam on the walls. He put a stripper pole in there, oh, that's which right. came a little bit later on. That yep. wasn't immediately, but There's he put a DJ stripper pole booth. in there. The biggest thing spruce was the, 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 the spruce, booth. spruce booth. So an elevated <laughs> booth that had a, um, what was the scratch pads, um, had the mixer. But the scratch pads were built into the mixer, weren't they? No, they were separate. They were separate. Um, had separate a little laptop. And all two. of that was two laptops. And all of that was wired back to a 6,000 watt 
6,000 watts of amplifiers and then 18-inch subs, a um, couple of box setups. What was it, like 12 inches? A couple uh, mids, tweets. A couple 18s. We had five 18s. Five 18s. Jesus. It, it, was, it would shake the fucking neighborhood, basically. Oh, yeah. Right. We'd shake the neighbor's foundation. It's, it rivaled legitimate clubs. It, it it beat the red. It was better than most clubs. The, in the um, area. what was the the one at the time? The red, the red herring, red right? star, red star, red, red star. star. So was that the same equipment you guys brought to our wedding to DJ? Uh, we brought a portion of it to your wedding. <laughs> okay, we bought yeah. like a like. A quarter Steve of it was the, was a, the a DJ at my wedding. A portion, <laughs> and it shook Co-DJ. the depot. Oh yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, we, we took, we brought two 18s. Yes, oh, that's right. And it still shook the yeah. depot. So it, good, good it was time. a, it was a really special setup, and it was, it was at a point in our lives where we had, um, we were all childless. We had significant mm-hmm. others. Um, everybody was young and had acted like childs. Act like children. Yeah. yeah. Like we we had that teenage energy, silliness, drinking beers. We were just like a, well, we always have been like a big family, and it was just like this fucking free for all. And they, we'd have parties, and we'd do it like middle of the week. It'd be like a fucking Thursday, and it, we'd just it throw didn't, a party. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was it was fucking amazing. It's an amazing point in ev- in all of our lives. Um, and we have so many stories we can go on tangents oh, about God, whatever, yeah. but gotta, as the overview, gotta save some good ones for Charlie. Yeah. yeah I didn't even Charlie's look, on. I, 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 I never lived Charlie there and I still have good stories from that place. And that's the beauty of it. Most people didn't live there yeah. and had amazing stories from it, whether you're um, the sleeping on the first porch place. Or... I saw my wife <laughs> trashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know how, like how we we began this conversation talking about the two two four, but it, oh yeah, they're talking about the DJ DJing thing and it, whether you miss it, um, and yeah, like so it was just it was a really special point in our lives, and I think we all kind of I certainly miss it, but you must miss the DJing side of it too because you actually got the performative yeah I, aspects absolutely of it. I, uh, it was something I never expected to fall into, but I did. And it was an awesome experience, and I don't regret it for a second. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was a great time. <laughs> yeah, man. And well, even well, DJ uh, Charlie still occasionally DJs weddings. So really? like we'll we'll go back and forth, and like we'll like exchange like song setups and like oh no playlists shit. and yeah, and like wow, fantastic. He just picked up a new uh, scratch pad board, and like so I'm sort of like looking like. Maybe I should buy another one. Like, just set it up Damn, in my garage. Because if you've never been in my garage, I got a pretty legit speaker set up from yeah. leftover 224 speakers. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking legit. So I'm like, well, I can just have a workbench set up with pad. And, like, I can just play when I want to. I'm like, I, really, I, I, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, you should, dude. Well, it's one of those things where it's like if you have a um, – you find that you have an aptitude for something – you might as well keep it around. Mm-hmm. Like, I can play guitar okay. I can rock climb really well. Or I used to rock climb really well. Um, it's these things where it's like, whether they sort of fade out a little bit, if you still like them, you should maintain that. You know, whether you, you know, if you can, if you can manage. So yeah. for sure, like, pick it up, fucking, totally you know, just DJ like, oh, it's a Tuesday night, I'm going to go out there, fucking lower the lights a little bit, like, fucking... 
mix some things up, maybe piece some, some uh, things together. A couple shots of tequila rose and just fucking <laughs> tequila <loose>. rose. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like the garage actually almost. It, I I call it base therapy. Like I could be having a crappy day, or just like being just run down from kids from the week or whatever. I can go out there, fire up a playlist, and just crank that sub. Huh. And well, not so much the sub itself, but it helps. Yeah, right, right. But like, like it just it like recharges the batteries. Base therapy. That's what I. Call I it. love that. That's such a good term for that. So what's huh. because they're. If you've never experienced good proper bass, like <laughs> if you've never experienced 18s, <laughs> like especially like the quality of these, like it like hitting notes that you never knew existed in songs. Oh, the like, hertz levels, yeah. Yeah, like if you've never experienced that, there's like some songs that you get ruined on because you hear them like played on your phone. I'm like, oh. This is garbage. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is, it's just not right. It's like when you hear run the jewels on your phone versus on your stereo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a few prof songs like that too. Mm. I'm like, uh, where'd that baseline go? It like, there's like a whole line that's completely missing here. Oh God. That's such a good point. I'm like, cause you're like, you're, you, you, there's some frequencies your phone just can't hit. I'm like, oh, yeah. this song is garbage. <laughs> Even in reality, it isn't. But. And that's so cool. So you'll just go to the garage sometimes. You'll just like fucking crank something up, listen to Elephant by Prof or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Hang out for 15 minutes. Yes. Okay, I'm charged. Time to go yep. in and change some diapers. <laughs> yeah, you, well, I, I don't ever go out there until after bedtime. But oh, sure. Typically. Yeah. But yeah. Unless they're really pissed me off. <laughs> no, I no, I, I don't. I don't get. I've done that a couple of times. Where I was like, I'm not dealing with any of you. <laughs> Got a dip. Yeah. I feel Bad guilty going out to the garage for an hour. Typically, my wife's home all day with him, and I'm at work. So I figure she deserves. By the time I get home, she deserves as much. How do I say assistance? Uh, yes, assistance <laughs> as I can provide. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Especially being three of them now. Well, yeah, no shit. Yeah, no shit. Well, so I love the idea of, um, what is it called? Grid Life, where it's a mixture of music. It's like a music concert, music festival meets like racing and shit like that. They made a video game about this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Forza. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's super cool. Well, like Ludacris would go and headline. Totally go to that. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, we need that in the Twin Ports. Like, we need DJ Spruce to spin at the Black River Motorsports Park. So that sounds like a dad's mod, dad mods event. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Yeah, cool. you'd be down. Oh, we got half so the battle figured um, out. I, I have, <laughs> I'd have to piece together a little better mobile setup, but. I suppose because outdoors probably, is a different can of worms. I, I still have probably half the components. I'd have to. I'd, at least Damn. the way I'd want to do it, I'd have to piece together a few more components because everything in my garage is kind of permanently installed in case the hood rats ever got oh, in there. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Hood rats stay out. Well, God, we've <laughs> had hood rats steal shit out of your old garage. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Missing an Xbox and a bunch of games. Original Xbox games. Fucking assholes. What was, what was that rally game called? That was the biggest loss of them all. Colin McRae? Yeah, what was that? I don't remember the name of the title, but it wasn't... 
It, it was, was a, sad. It was a proper rally racing game. <laughs> yeah, from that, Xbox One. I don't remember. That was, was logged many hours in that garage. Yeah, it was a shame. It was, it a, was shame. a shame. <laughs> yeah. Back when you actually needed the physical discs to play a game. Game yeah. kids. Well, we've got a few more events in mind, and I want to pick your brain about adding a musical aspect to it. Maybe even Machines and Caffeine. I'm excited That'd to have my pick. It'd be very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be a cool, cool thing to add into it. But I think this is probably a good time to wrap the night. I think so. Been so drinking. Okay. Everyone's tired. <laughs> <laughs> Had a few beers. Yeah, you got to call your AAR rep in the morning. So. AARP? Yeah. ARP. AA, what'd you say? AAR, that's their that's the, uh, airplane. So like American repair. Airlines? Yeah, that was the repair facility up on top of the hill that closed. It was AAR. What are you saying? AAR <laughs> was the fucking airplane <laughs> mechanics up on top of the hill. So I need to call them? No, Why? you can call AARP. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> on that bombshell. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for another Bruise of the Dudes episode. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Bye-bye.